Welcome, welcome to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan and I am your host. This is a podcast for photographers who are thinking about moving into personal brand photography, who are already giving it a good red hot crack in the personal brand photography space, or perhaps even for those of you who might be thinking about starting your own business. And this episode today really is geared towards you folk who perhaps have been in business for a while. You know what? I'm going to say this is actually geared towards anyone who is making money from their photography, right? (laughs) Because I think that there's sort of like this time in your business where you might feel like you're just sort of like playing around a little bit, but then there's a point where you kind of go, no, I'm ready to make this my thing. But then that sort of transitionary period where you don't really feel like a proper business owner can actually go on for not only years, but I've met some people where it's been going on for decades, like for a decade anyway, where they sort of like straddling that point where they don't feel like a kind of like a bona fide business owner. And I don't know, you can be made to feel like it's kind of like a cute little hobby. Like, have you ever been at a dinner party or an event when somebody asks you what you do and you go, oh, I'm a photographer, and they kind of give you that look that goes, oh, that's that's so cute, right? I used to get this all the time. And, I mean, I've never really felt like like a hobbyist, to be honest with you. You know, it's not it's not been my lived experience. But I still kind of get that thing where people go, oh, do you photograph some like, you know, some families on the side, that kind of vibe, or maybe you do the occasional wedding, (laughs) do you know? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I work with people in business to make their social media and website content look amazing. I've got sort of like canned canned responses for that sort of thing. But I, I, I do think that back in those days of that, oh, that's so cute vibe, it actually did used to rock my business confidence. Now, like to give you context, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I bought my photography business from my family back in 2004. Okay. So it was already doing really sweet numbers when I bought it. So there was never a time in my mind when I didn't run a business or I wasn't a business owner. Okay. So that's never sort of really been my truth to feel like a hobbyist transitioning into a business owner. So I'm just going to like preface that. But I can honestly say that there was a time when I still did feel like a young person who was pretending to run a business. Okay. We all know what that's like, right? You know, when you sort of feel like I'm not, I'm not really, really doing business, but I'm pretending to do it. Okay. So that's the closest I can get from feeling like that, that sort of like transitioning time. But I I do know after mentoring like hundreds of photographers, I know that many of you still feel like a hobbyist who's not really a business owner. So I, I definitely can, you know, like kind of align on that sort of feelings. I can resonate with that. So this usually happens I find for a lot of people who might have started you know like photographers who've come into the industry because maybe you started taking photos of your kids when they were babies you started photographing more and more families in your community and whilst it's probably been your full-time thing for a number of years you might still feel like people might find out at any moment that you're not like you know like a university trained photographer or you haven't got any formal qualifications. So I guess maybe where the point I'm getting at now that I'm saying it out loud is maybe you're feeling like you've got a bit of imposter syndrome, right? 
So as I said, I can't really relate to the exact feeling because I hit the ground running in my business, but I can relate to feeling completely like an imposter, okay? (laughs) And not really feeling like a bona fide business owner. Um, I can also really hard relate to how this feeling might be holding you back from having the kind of business that you want right now. So what I wanted to do in this episode is give you three things that you could try on for size today to try and help you to overcome this. Because I really do believe that you can have the success, you can have all the business and that you want. And of course, you can have all of the benefits of a really beautiful lifestyle on the backside of your business if you clear your brain of all this negative thinking, of all that imposter syndrome thinking, okay? Now, it's it doesn't always happen overnight, but what I wanted to do is just give you some three simple strategies that perhaps you could try, okay? Now, my first point today, and I guess that's sort of like the segue in, is put quite simply, you really do just need to change your own mindset around this because no one else can do it for you, okay? <laughs> You need to do this work for yourself. Now, I know if you're like, Paula, I know I need to change my mindset. I've been thinking that for a while now, but how do I do that? Well, sometimes I do think, and I know this is going to sound a little bit obtuse, but I think sometimes it's best to extract yourself from your own mind and ask those around you for help with this. Now, they can't do it for you. No one can change your mind, but what they can do is they can help you and aid you on your journey to changing your mindset. So ask, ask around and listen in. What do others say about you and your business? Now, I'm, I'm not talking about the non-believers, okay? We all have those people in your lives who look at your business as something cute that you do on the side. And unfortunately, for many, many, many of us and for many people that I've met, it can be the influential people in your life. So your partner, your friends, your family, or your family, your um your, you know, your, particularly your parents. Now I I don't want you going to those people. Okay. (laughs) The naysayers are not going to help you to turn your mindset around. They're just going to keep compounding those sort of like inadequate or those imposter feelings that you've got. They're just going to keep compounding it and drilling it in. Okay. Your non-believers that are around you are not where you need to be listening in. And you know what? I'm going to say a lot of the time the non-believers are coming from a beautiful place of protection and love. They think that they're protecting you from you know, quote, 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 um, failure or from, you know, from disappointment, but they're not the people you need to be listening into on your business journey. Not at all. Okay. In fact, I often use these people as my, I'm going to say this in a nice way, but as my F you fuel, you know, the people that I'm going to show you people. (laughs) Um, oftentimes if I've got naysayers in my life, they give me wonderful fuel in my tank when things maybe aren't going the way that I want and they make me buckle down and knuckle in and really go harder. But I want you to go now to your happy customers, okay? Go to the people in the happy place and absorb what they're saying back to you and, you know, all that gorgeous feedback that you get about the images and about the experience and how you made them feel. I want you to bathe in all of the feels of what they're reflecting back to you, okay? 
I bet you that they are. there are way more of those out there if you go looking for them than the naysayers in your world. Unfortunately, a lot of the time we just let the naysayers kind of be on loudspeaker and we tend to dull down the positive vibes people. But I bet you if you spend some time hanging around in that positive vibes camp and you let your brain really hang out with those thoughts and absorbing all of those beautiful rays of sunshine that you can start to turn your mindset around and really bolster your business confidence as a result. Okay. Now there are so many exercises that you can do for your mindset, but I find that this one, it's a really simple way to get your mojo heading in the right direction when it needs to take a new path. Unfortunately for us, sometimes we just can't see the path for the negativity and the, the, you know, the shroud or the cloud of things that might be kind of like in your mind that are kind of like questioning that are, you know, kind of like yelling loudly and screaming at you to maybe turn around, take a different way or do something differently. Um, telling you that you're not good enough and all of those kind of things. But if you can really kind of like just zero in on those positive vibes, that other stuff can start to dull down a little bit. And But you do need to actively go looking for it because unfortunately the shroud of that cloud can often just like be way heavier and thicker around you. Okay. So that's my first simple tip. Go sur- sur- surround yourself with the positive vibes, people. All right. Now, the second thing that I'm going to suggest here, and you might not necessarily like this one. All right. I often drop truth bombs that you don't like, but I'm going to do it here anyway. Um, is it time for you to put your big girl business pants on? And for those gents of you listening, your big boy business pants on. Okay. And by this, I mean, is it time for you to just lift your business game? Okay. Are you behaving like a business owner or are you still behaving like the hobbyist? Okay. Let's throw a few things out there. Do you keep up to date with tracking your figures? Okay. Are you regularly looking at your profit margins? Are you sitting there with a spreadsheet? I know, but are you doing that on a regular basis so you can track income and expenses? Okay. Like a lot of the time over the course of this year, um, things have gone up. Inflation's happened. Have you looked at that? Have you looked at your margins and made sure that they're staying healthy? Okay. (laughs) Mum's smacking you now. (laughs) Um, do you have any kind of systems in place to make sure that your clients have a consistent experience, you know, just simple things like an email template so that everyone gets the same communication. Um, are you offering distinct packages? Okay. Or are you making it up as, as you go along? So everyone's kind of getting different pricing and different offers and there's no consistency. Uh, are you valuing your photography? Okay. So you're not discounting, you're not giving away shoots for free, not doing all that kind of stuff because that is what a hobbyist does. It's not what a business owner does. Okay. A business owner respects themselves. They respect their time. They value their time and their energy. They value their craft. They value the investment that they've made in their business and they don't do silly things like discounting. Okay. Are you educating your clients? So are your clients aware of what the experience is going to be, aware of upfront costs and hidden costs and things like that? I know a lot of people have come to me and told me that they've had photo shoots and then been shocked at the prices of the images afterwards. Now, that's not good business practice. That's just shady behavior. So don't don't operate like that. If you are, you are being a hobbyist and 
quite frankly, you're being a deceiver. So you need to make sure that your clients are well informed and educated. Do they know everything up front? Okay. Do they know what they're going to expect? Do they know the turnaround times? Do they know that sort of stuff? Are you educating them about that? Do you have a CRM? So if you don't know what a CRM is, it's a client relationship manager. Uh, There are plenty of them going out there. There's very, very good and not too expensive photography-based ones where they will literally handle your client's information, their invoicing, the due payments, emails, all of that kind of stuff. It's a game changer. If you haven't looked into a CRM, I would highly recommend that you do it. Um, Do you know who your ideal client is? Okay. A lot of people just don't know who their ideal client is. And so they're marketing to everyone. They're not getting anybody. Okay. So if you do know who your ideal client is, do you have a marketing plan in place to be attracting them on a regular basis? Okay. Now I know that a lot of this, you're probably going, Oh, Paula, this all sounds hard. I want to press pause. Don't press pause. Don't get out of here. Okay. Now I know that a lot of this might feel like a far reach for you now. However, I'm going to be really honest with you. A marketing plan can just be an A4 page of scribble. In fact, many of my best marketing plans have just been hatched and delivered from scribble on a piece of paper. Okay. But when it's written down, it's committed. Okay. It's in writing. It can get done. If it's just washing around in your head, there's a bunch of ideas with no kind of like actionable plan to get it done. It won't get done. You'll end up passing past a big, huge holiday, like the, you know, the Thanksgiving weekend that's coming up and you've got, you know, Black Friday sales and cyber sales and things like that, that are coming up right now. And if you go, if you zoom past that and you get to the, you know, Thanksgiving day and you haven't done the work to get it, to get something up there, then you've missed that marketing opportunity. Okay. Now I have, as I said, run many, 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 many effective marketing plans just from, you know, four lines on a piece of paper. So it doesn't need to be huge, but you do need to have a plan in place. Now, things like this, honestly, they really do impact how you're perceived in the market stat. Okay. They, they really do. They, 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 they affect how people perceive you, but more importantly, and more what I wanted to get to you today and, and really kind of drum this in is it really impacts how you perceive yourself in business. Okay. These two things are entrenched in each other, but how you perceive yourself really does impact how the market values and perceives you. Okay. If you're operating like an organized business behind the scenes, if you feel in control of your business's future, because you've got plans in place, it's definitely going to have a positive knock-on effect and help you to value yourself. It's going to help you to perceive yourself. And like, it's really going to help you to be more valuable out there in the market, particularly in personal brand space, because we are dealing business to business. Okay. We're not going business to consumer. We're going business to business. And so businesses respect you when you behave like a better business. They do. They respect it. They're time poor. They need things delivered in certain time frames. They need to, you know, they've got things that they need to get done. Oftentimes there's printing deadlines or there's marketing deadlines that need to be done with your images. And so they need need to know that you are going to operate in a way and deliver in a way that's in a professional time frame, manner, whatever it is. Okay. So picking up your 
business pants and putting them on properly and and doing a lot of these things that you've probably had on your to-do list or should-do list, this is really, really going to help you to feel more in control and more like a business owner. And then of course, that knock-on effect of being perceived better in the market as well. Now, the last thing I wanted to bring up with you today is, is are you investing in your business? And by this, I, I don't necessarily mean just money, but yes, I do. Are you investing time in making your business better? And where it needs to, are you investing financially in making your business better and run better? Now, I know that oftentimes as as photographers, it's really easy to just think, well, if I get a better camera and that new lighting gear and that lens I've been eyeing off, then will instantly my business will improve. And I think you know intellectually that this is just not the case, okay? Um, Now, you, of course, might look flashier and of course your shooting will improve with better gear sometimes, okay? But I'm not 100% confident that that's that's instantly going to help you to feeling like a a bona fide business owner. I I really don't think that that's going to do it. I know it because I've done that before, okay? (laughs) I remember buying like a new camera and sort of like rocking up to a wedding one day and, and like going, oh, this, you know, it's, it's given me a shot of confidence a little bit more, but it hasn't really made me feel like the, the grown up business owner that I want to feel like. Okay. No, it didn't. It didn't do that overnight. Okay. So what I want to talk to you about is really investing in other areas of your business that might be needing a little bit of attention. Okay. Now I've said it to you earlier in this episode, you know, things like investing your time and energy and setting up a CRM so that your clients have a better experience. That is a really good investment of your time, not only in terms of like the initial investment, but it will keep returning on your investment because it will save you like literally up to hours per client. Okay. Now it could be doing something different. It could be investing your time and your energy into networking so that that way you're like increasing your visibility and you start to get seen more as an expert in the right business communities in your area. Okay. So time spent investing in networking can pay off massively if you're in the right business communities. Okay. Now it could be investing in other kinds of marketing. Okay. So that you can get directly in front of your ideal clients, whether you choose to do like pay traffic or even just, you know, committing specific time each week to making sure that your website is up to speed and that your social media marketing is done consistently. Okay. Or it could be investing in your learning so that that way you can be better educated in the areas of business that perhaps are currently letting you down. Okay. Now at one time or another, you are definitely going to be hitting blocks where you realize that you kind of hit that point where you really need to focus on the areas of your business that might be holding you back. Like I remember, gosh, it would have been maybe about eight or nine years ago, I got a marketing coach because I realized that as I was, you know, really wanting to cut weddings out and, and move out of that strong referral line, that good word of mouth that was out there in the wedding circuit just wasn't going to cut the mustard in the portrait sector. So I really needed to learn how to get in front of the right people that I wanted to shoot in this different way. Now, I don't need to highlight all of these to you. Okay. There's, there's lots of different places that you can look at in to improve and invest in your business because right now I'm pretty sure you already know what areas of your business are maybe not up to scratch and potentially got you in that imposter syndrome holding pattern. You know what that's like, right? Where you sort of like, you know, and, and to be honest with you, it can feel overwhelming. I 
totally get it. But the first step is, you know, it's like any kind of thing is, is you know, admitting you've got a problem. No. <laughs> no, the first step is just taking some action, okay? So whether it be, you know, uh, you know, what, whatever you need to do, whatever action you need to do to help you to get out of your funk, okay? Whether it be working on your mindset, whether it be like, you know, really putting your business pants on or whether it's investing your energy and even perhaps money in those areas to be able to kind of like really help you to pull yourself out of this. Okay. I want to encourage you right now to pick one thing today and to go and action it. Okay. Just go and action it. Just take some action. Because as I said, at the top of this episode, I do really believe that you can have the business that you want. I really do believe that you can be a successful and confident business owner. If you're not feeling like that right now, you just need to take the action to get you there. Unfortunately, there's no magic wand that somebody else can wave across your business. You do need to take the action, but it's like anything. Once you take some positive action in the direction, you start to feel the momentum and you'll start to really feel the joy in getting things done and ticked off your list. Now, if you want my help, you know I have a learning library with courses and done for you marketing where I'm literally literally giving you everything you need to plug into your business to improve the way it operates, to improve your shooting, and of course, to improve the way that you think about your business. I've watched this happen time and time again with my students, where literally they're building their business step by step. And then they get, you know, a couple of weeks later, they can look back and they're just amazed at what they've, they've created in their business. And yeah, if that's, you know, something that you're interested in, make sure you just check out the show notes and you can have a look at all of my beautiful courses that I've created, especially with you in mind. Now, these courses, they're designed to meet you at every level. So you can choose to go either at your own pace. And there is an option where you can join live because I really think in that live element, I can help you to troubleshoot and get into action and you can have my eyes on things. You get my personalized support as well. So yeah, it's really a a really good way. Or if you like Speedy Gonzalez through things like I do, then you can just do, (laughs) do it at your own pace. So my friend, I hope this has been helpful for you today to really step into some positive action because action inspires results. And we all know that. And I really want to help you to set up for a positive outcome in your business in 2024. So hopefully again, this has been helpful and I'll look forward to catching up with you next week.